I was laughing to myself this morning. Um, I, I told Father Valentich I would cook breakfast this Sunday, which I don't do very often. So it was a busy morning and I was running around and I'm just laughing because my homily's covered in like ketchup and coffee and grease and stuff. It's not part of my homily, I just, I don't know, I just wanted to share that because <clears throat> I was laughing. All right, so homily. Um, so the word epiphany, I just like looking up what words kind of come from, their meaning. So this word epiphany, essentially it means like to, to be revealed, you know, or to be manifested, or to shine on something, or to suddenly come into view. And I guess what came to my mind as I was reading, thinking about uh, this epiphany, what came to my mind was epiphany is a new thing. <laughs> You know, like, it's a new thing. It's a new light that's revealed on an existing idea. And when a new thing is introduced to us, it kind of tells us, yes, this is how it's been, but not anymore. It's saying there is, in fact, a new and better way. And you cannot go back, and, can and things cannot stay the same. In other words, it's like a game changer, this new thing. So I was thinking, what new things have changed our culture, changed our world? For example, what pulled our economy out of the Great Depression, the 1930s? I hope there are no economists in here, but okay. Has anybody ever heard of uh, Keynesian economics? Okay, okay. So. It was a new perspective on economics in this time. And I think part, the idea was that uh, instead of increasing supply where there is none, the, the, the focus was increasing demand, increasing consumer demand uh, to boost the economy. And um, it included like, um, integrating government spending, right? Uh, for the war, for unemployment, into the, into the picture. So this was a new thing. Another new thing that changed the life and the face of our church was called globalization. I know we've all heard of this. You know, it's just that interconnectedness and that accessibility that everyone in the world has. So that changed um, the church's approach towards evangelization and towards social justice. And I think maybe uh, a new thing for me, one of the new things that changed my perspective, a game changer kind of, was that I don't have to do a good job. When people say do a good job, I, I respect that. But it's like, I don't have to do a good job to be good for others. You know, I do, it doesn't have to be about what I want to do, what I want to control, what I want to say to make a good, to preach a good message or to make a difference in somebody else's life or to be good enough to stand before other people or, or, the, or the people of God. It's just about what Christ can do through us if we trust him to deliver it. So this new thing that we're celebrating today, this epiphany of Christ, it's this new thing changed humanity itself, changed the nature uh, and the destiny of humanity, of human beings. And this great, this star, you know, that was leading to Bethlehem and these wise men from the east that were following it, it's like an invitation. What it is, it's an invitation for the whole world, light leading to Christ from every corner.
and these magi um, were coming on behalf of the entire Gentile world. They were representatives for people who didn't know God yet, for people who weren't looking for God, for people that had no idea what it, what it meant to live the law that Moses handed down. So the Gentiles were outsiders, strangers, sinners, the unclean, the lost. And these three wise men, these three kings that we love, I mean, they were, they were pagan teachers. You know, they were scientists. They were astrologers. They were astronomers. They were advocates for the supernatural. And so they saw this new star being formed between, between Jupiter and Saturn. So naturally, their, their interest was piqued. So they followed it. And I was wondering, I was wondering, at what point was their, did their curiosity turn into belief? You know, at what point did this scientific pursuit become like a journey of faith? You know, at what point did their aim change from the light of this star to the light of Christ? Because it did. And they gave him homage. And so I think of this star, uh, this star that was leading to Christ wasn't given by God for those who were looking for him. No, this star was given for all the people who were simply looking for light in the world. Uh, this light, for anyone who's just seeking hope, anyone who's seeking meaning, purpose, uh, belonging, and love, and it leads to its source, the Son of God, who is made the Son of Man. So the hope and salvation that was born on that night that we're still celebrating, it's great because it's offered no less to the outsider, uh, the lifelong sinner, than it is offered to someone who's been faithful all their life. So that means that we don't anymore have to earn, try to earn our salvation by being perfect and by making ourselves good enough, fixing ourselves, being ready enough to go for God, we don't have to anymore. This is an epiphany. And so this, this Christmas invitation is just extended to every dark corner of the world. Nothing can be touched, cannot be touched by it. So I like to think of that this newborn life that happened it's God's offering of newborn life every day uh, for all people for the rest of time. And the challenge for us uh, being here and knowing this, the challenge is now that we've seen the light, now that we follow the light in our life and we know to who it leads, we have to go out and be it and share it. You know, it's like what's been shown to us is meant for others. What's been shown for us is meant for the world, for those outside the church walls. And so if we've been changed by, by Christ, and we all have, we have to be the change. Because there are many, I was thinking this morning, there are many, many, many Gentiles out there in the world. There's a lot of Gentiles. Uh, good people, but Gentiles out in the world. And we can actually be that star we can be that star that lights the way to Christ. Yes, we can. We can be that, like, simple moment of mercy or forgiveness for someone 
who doesn't think they deserve it. We can be the hope for the future, for people that just want to despair every day. You know, we can be a source of peace that people don't know, that people don't understand, but leads to God. You know, we can be a friend to someone who has no friends. We can be light to someone who lives every day in darkness. And so may we, when we go out there and we see people at Acme 1 or whatever, it's Starbucks, I don't know, may we see the hope of conversion in every person. You know, may we see the hope of their conversion. And may we see God's love for everybody we meet. Because if we see these things, they will come alive in us. So may we take this epiphany and put it in our pocket, in our pocketbook. May we carry around this epiphany of Christ, which is basically God's unconditional love that's free for all, for all of time. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.